Hallelujah. God, we give you glory. We give you the praise for what you have started and what you are going to continue in our lives, continue in our homes when we leave this place this morning. Hallelujah. There's victory in the house. Oh, somebody's going to walk out of here treading upon everything that the enemy brought to your door. You're going to walk on it like Peter walked on water. You're going to walk into your job with an anointing and favor and victory. Oh, God, we give you the praise. We give you the glory in this place. I'm not going to take much of your time. The spirit of the Lord has been sovereign from corporate prayer until now. And I'm going to do my best to pick up where Brother Brent just left off. Real quickly, I want to hit two scriptures. You can stay where you're at. Psalms 105 and verse 19. Psalms 105 and verse 19. It reads, until the time that his word came. The word of the Lord tried him. There's two different definitions for the word, word here. And this is referring back to Joseph. And we know the story of Joseph and what he went through because he had a dream, not one but two, of what the Lord was going to do with him. And he opened up his mouth and he told it, to his brethren. And they had a problem with the word that the Lord gave him. And so from that point on, they plotted to try and destroy their brother. And so we find that he gets put into a pit. He gets taken out and he gets sold into slavery. But he never forgot the word that the Lord gave him. The word, word in that first half of verse 19. That means not just something that is spoken, but it means a purpose. It means a cause. It means a reason. It means a work. Until the appointed season that the word was to be brought forth and come to pass, the word of the Lord tried him. Because we understand today that the word of the Lord, it has a purpose. The word of the Lord has a cause. There is a work for you and I to do in this day and age. When God gives a word, he gives you a reason to follow him. He gives you 
to submit yourself to him. But with that word, it's going to come instruction. With that word, is going to come direction. And so when we get to the second half of Psalms 105 verse 19, the word of the Lord tried him. The sayings of the Lord, the commandments of the Lord, because what's tied to the purpose of God in your life is a submission to the word of God. And so if you are going to tread upon serpents and you're going to walk on waters that you've never been to before, you've got to be completely sold out to the will of God in your life. In this Psalms, it goes down and it begins to describe the history of the nation of Israel. And it begins not just remind the people of Israel that the Lord brought Joseph through. Until the season that his word came to pass, the word of the Lord tried him. The word of the Lord was refining him. The word of the Lord was sifting him and sorting out everything that was not of God in his life so that he could fulfill the purpose that God had spoken. It wasn't just a reminder of Joseph, but he began to describe what happened to the nation of Israel when in Egypt they began to become strong in number and they began to increase greatly. And the scripture says that he made them stronger than their enemies. And then they began to treat them with rigor. They treated them hard. They treated them with bitterness. And the Lord sent forth plague after plague after plague. And he brought them out. The things that we are going through. Let me remind you when they got to the Red Sea and they looked and they said, why did God bring us out of bondage to die? This looks impossible to go through. But the scripture says that when they passed through the Red Sea, there was not one of their enemy left. Can I tell you this morning, you're looking at your situation and you're looking at your problems and and you're looking at your sickness and God is saying, I brought you to your Red Sea so that when you cross it, you will never have to deal with that issue again. You'll never doubt me for having the ability to heal. You'll never doubt me when you look at your bank account and it's at zero or negative 10. You will never doubt me for making a way to come through. He reminded them in the Psalms of what the Lord 
did for the nation of Israel brought them to the wilderness and kept them. But the scripture says, and this is my last scripture, Psalms 106. Psalms 106 and verse 13. They soon forgot his works. They waited not, they did not tarry for his counsel. They forgot, they mislaid. The scripture breaks this down and it means to mislay. It does mean to forget. It means to be in want of remembering. See, when we mislay something, we misplace it. And isn't it funny, the person that loses something will get mad at the person who's helping them try to find what they lost. Ain't that the truth? Mm. We just went to another dimension. Bless. I'm just kidding. We'll get mad at the person or the, the family member that's trying to help us find what we misplaced. We put it in the wrong area. It was ours to take care of. It was ours to keep. It was ours to maintain. But yet we put it in the wrong place. We put it somewhere where it did not belong, where it's not supposed to be. And yet when there's assistance coming our way, trying to help us find what we forgot, what we misplaced, what we lost, we get upset. Don't get upset at the man of God when correction comes forth. Don't get upset at the ministry team that the mantle from the bishop lies over, begins to bring some words of instruction and direction that might contradict where you're at. Let you be thankful and be grateful for God sending someone to help you find what you misplaced. Don't forget the words this morning. Don't forget the words from the past few weeks. If you go back through the chronicles and the archives of the podcast, don't you forget the words that were spoken in this church. It doesn't matter the time frame. I remember that Bishop preached a message on belief, and it was in our, I believe, our first hour. And there are times I have to remind myself because I'm looking at a Red Sea in my life, and I'm asking God, how is it going to be possible for me to make my way through? And God said, if I brought you back before, I'll bring you back again. But you got to cause yourself to remember. You got to make mention of it in your life. You got to open up your mouth and remind yourself and then remind the devil, God brought me through then. He'll bring me through now. Can you lift up your hands all over the place and tell the enemy, my trust in God is not shaken. Rejoice not over me, oh my enemy. Whatever storm you're bringing this church's way, we will stand. We will stand. We will forget. 
just a little bit. I was reading Psalms 106 and the Bible always continues to reference that the nation of Israel, they remembered not, they remembered not. And one of the definitions for remembered is to make mention. And so when you're looking at your life and you're looking at everything that's going on in this world and it's not going to get any better, but the Lord is on your side. You have to make mention. You're going to have to cause yourself to remember these words that have come forth in these past few weeks. You're going to have to remind yourself when you hear the preaching in the next service of what God has said. Our God is not a liar. Our God is not like the adversary and he makes promises that he does not keep. The Lord will fulfill. The Lord will do. The Lord will perform. Things are crazy right now in our world and they're going to get crazier. And if you think it's not going to come here and touch the doors of where we are living, you're wrong. And I don't say that to be a doomsday person. But I think the reality is, is that we, we're humanity and we easily forget what God says. Some of us may walk out of here this morning and forget the very words that were spoken. And we can't do that. But there are nations that we have to reach, as Pastor Brent said. There are nations that the Lord is going to make a way for us to go to. As he said through his vessel this morning. And I would like to join in with these ministry teams that have come forward and said that they are binding. We are binding with our bishop. In First Chronicles I believe it's chapter 15 and 14. I could be wrong. I might be misquoting. You don't have to pull it up. But David was a fighter. David was a warrior. He fought on behalf of the Lord. He fought for the nation of Israel, even when they threw him out on the bidding of Saul. There came a point in time, an appointed season, that it was his time to reign. And, and David conquered. He conquered and he conquered. And the scripture says that the fame of him went out through all the land. Fame does not mean what we would think of celebrity status. It means the authority. It means the power of David went out through all the land. 
And I look at our church and we've got every color and every nationality and every economic status in this place. And there are churches that want to brag and they want to boast themselves on social media and put themselves out about what their church is doing. And we have the Lord speaking on our behalf and showcasing the apostles authority and saying, I don't need your media platforms to showcase my church and showcase my men of God. I'll do it myself. And it says that the fear of him spread out across all those peoples. And that fear, yes, it can mean reverence, but in this case, it meant the terror. And so to every imp of the adversary in every region that the Lord has given the man of God, that the Lord has given this church, the Lord has given every extension in Florida and New Mexico and Paraguay and Argentina and Mexico, every place in Europe, in Germany, every place in the Middle East, every town of the enemy, I come to declare that the fear of God, of this man, and of this church is going to reach your doors. You better be shaking in your boots because we're coming for you. We're coming for every soul that's hungry. We're coming for every soul that's thirsty for the power of God. If you believe that, can you put your hands together and give God a great praise? God, I believe it, and God, I will do whatever you tell me to do. I'll go where you tell me to go. I'll give up my career and my dreams for your will. Hallelujah. The presence of the Lord is here. We're fixing to dismiss. But if you can just lift your hands all over the building and examine your heart. If there's any fear there of stepping out. If there's any disbelief of what Pastor Brent just said and spoke to our man of God. And what the Lord is fixing to do. Examine yourself. Prepare your heart. Remind yourself. Oh, God, I stay submitted. I am receptive to everything that you have spoken. And, God, I will do. I will submit. I will commit myself to your will. You are great. You are mighty. And I give you the glory for what you are doing. You can put your hands together. We are dismissed. Come expecting for a second service. Please tune in if you can. If you can't be here, God is going to continue to do some great things.